Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day today. I had a phone call earlier this morning from one of my friends who's basically a medical doctor out in uh, central United States, and we've gone back and forth over the last year on various topics relating to this COVID incident. And so he's had these, I guess, questions about a lot of stuff that's going on all the way from the magnetism, which he sent me videos of people having magnets stuck to their arm. Same thing you guys have seen that's come out online that's gone viral. And so he called me up this morning. And he got the idea last week to order a bug detector off eBay. Or a RF signal detector is what it's actually called, but a bug detector. And what they're designed to do, if you guys know, you've seen them in movies and stuff, they detect radio waves, magnetic fields, hidden wires, wireless camera equipment. You basically run them through a room, see if there's a bug in the room. Okay. So he got this idea, and he had told me about it last week he was going to do it. And I was like, okay. I said, let me know. So he ordered a bug detector off eBay. And it's only now with one patient he's only been able to use this on. This was this morning. And she came in. He asked her, you know, do you have my do you, can I have your consent? I'm going to run this basically over your injection site because she had just gotten the shot a couple days before. And so he, you know, did base kind of a control side, did her right shoulder. Nothing. No response. You know, he set the frequencies. Everything was adjusted accordingly. Went to her left shoulder. Thing pegged out on the meter. He has a video of it. He sent me. Now, I'm not, I can't post it yet because he's got to do this and replicate it a couple more times with other patients so we can verify this. But he said the meter went berserk at the, in the on the injection site with a bug detector. This is not good. <laughs> this is exactly what we talked about on the show on Wednesday with Doug and Dad and I about what's going on. There's something very, very sinister about these injections. You see now – Greece is the next country that's pretty much gone into full-blown protesting, rioting, because they're absolutely not going to comply, they've said, with this unvaccinated ban. They're now saying the same thing as France. If you haven't had this COVID shot, you're not going to a bar, you're not going to a restaurant, you're not going to a cinema, you're not going out in public. You essentially are a like de facto recluse. You're not allowed to be in society. And teenagers now have to get the shot in Greece. So they're protesting, which is good. This is not by accident. This is going to continue to start happening. As more and more countries tighten the noose of tyranny, people are going to push back and people are going to push back hard. And so I just wanted to kind of bring that up this morning is the more we're starting to see this, the more I encourage people, it's becoming that time now that you're going to have to figure out where your line is and where essentially you're going to stand your ground on because this shot is something very, very sinister. There's something very toxic about this. There's no reason to have a bug detector go berserk at the injection site other than it's got some type of signal. This would explain the magnetism. This would explain the graphene oxide usage. This would explain a lot of things. So I'll keep you guys updated. He's supposed to send me some videos that basically the patient consents and is not – her face isn't in the video. So I can upload them to the website, and you guys can see this going on. But this is the first time I've heard anybody doing this, and quite frankly, it 
it makes sense to try this out right now. So just an idea, but there's obviously something going on. What do you think, Dan? One of the big problems that the Rothschilds had pretty much, you know, before that, basically Kabbalists who ran the slave trade starting in the 13, 1400s out of Europe, culminating in the 1800s when they literally shipped millions of slaves around the world via their transport vessels as the African tribal leaders would trade the human cargo for slave beads. One of the biggest problems they had is that slaves didn't like being slaves. So they had to beat them down and basically mass them down and tie them down in these cargo ships so they wouldn't jump ship because many of them would rather be eaten by sharks than be a slave. So they had to be kept alive because they were human cargo as they were being transported around the world to basically be slaves. They want to be slaves. So there was a problem with the slaves once they got to the New World or any country. Remember, it wasn't just the United States that had slaves. The slaves would run away. Well, here's the problem. If the cargo runs away, you can't sell the cargo. And so the infamous Rothschild slash Kabbalah slash groups of people out of England that were running the slave trade, they decided that they needed to find some way to track them. So they started branding them. They started putting tattoos on them. Uh, They started doing all kinds of things, including shackles so they couldn't run away. So they basically were able to mitigate the loss of cargo and the loss of slaves. Just a little bit of history for you. Here's the problem. You know, nowadays, you know, we still have people that are basically unbelievably into debt now. They're basically indentured servants because of the debt they've taken on. A lot of them with student loans because they can't pay their student loans back. It's impossible. They can't bankrupt their student loans. It's no longer legal. And so they're in a situation where they're indentured servants. Just let you guys know the real thing that's going on with student loans. They give you $100,000 in student loans so you can major in black history or lesbian studies or underwater basket weaving or some other ridiculous, how should I say, (laughs) degree that's not marketable. I spoke with a girl this past week. She had a big diploma hanging on her wall from the University of Florida, and it was in recreation and leisure studies. I'm not joking you. She had that diploma hanging on her wall. And I thought to myself, that's about as useless as it gets. See, so what they want to do is indenture you and enslave you, but if they do that, they got to track you because pesky slaves have a tendency to want to leave and leave the country or go somewhere else or just get out. And so if they track you and put chips in you, they can maintain better control of their inventory. Yeah, it's kind of where this is going, isn't it? You've been bought basically as an indentured servant because you were signed on to the debt of the United States of America via your birth certificate. And by the way, that is true. You know, 100 years ago, they had to basically sign the country and the citizens over to the international banking cartels via your birth certificates in order to make you responsible for the debt that you never basically signed on to because the politicians love to charge things and run bills up and buy things because they want to maintain their lifestyles with their multiple mansions around the country and around the world with their multiple bank accounts, including in Switzerland. And they want to do whatever they want to do, and they don't think about the group of people in this country that they're doing it to. You know, Our debt is so big now that literally it cannot be paid off, and it's been signed on to every single American citizen. And that's the problem that we have, and that's why they're having to track us. Now, there's another thing, the reason they do it. Let's get, let's get it's a little bit weird now. All right? When you basically have cows and you have sheep, 
many times you brand them. If you don't mess the hide up, you'll tattoo their ears or you'll put a tracking device or a marker on them in their ears and you basically attach it. So it's permanent attachment and the cow can't rub it off. And what ends up happening is they can take it to slaughter. They can take it to market and they can track on who owns this cow and it makes inventory control much better. You know, I don't want to be the guy who's telling you this, but this is just the way it is. Your inventory. I'm inventory. We're all inventory to these guys because they don't consider us to be humans. They call us goyim, which is like cattle or sheep. That's their term for us if we're not a Kabbalist. Now you think, wow, I've never heard that before. Well, that's that's what they call us because they don't see us as humans. They see us as livestock being led to the slaughter that can be bought and sold as chattel. That's who we are to them. Now, once you understand that, it gives you a really grim picture of what we have gotten ourselves into. And like I mentioned yesterday, you guys got to hear the show from yesterday because I go into detail on what they've done to us and how they've done it to us and what the outcome is going to be. Last night I was on with my good friend Jeff Rents, great man, brilliant, absolutely brilliant man. And I did a show with him for an hour last night, and we sent it out on the ST Brewer Instagram account. You guys have got to sign up for that because this was a last-minute show Jeff called me to do. And we can't get it out to you because it happened after hours. Steve could not send out an email that you guys know. So ST Brower, Ted, Sharon and Ted Brower, Instagram, we'd let you guys know about 30 minutes before the show that I was going to be on live for an hour. And, and Jeff and I went into detail discussing this. And I told him that the only hope – now listen to me, friends. Are you listening? Is this. Jesus Christ came to deliver us from the evil one. And to protect us from the evil one and to prevent us from having to deal with this mess anymore. He changed the ancient Roman culture of human sacrifice in Colosseums and human sacrifice on crosses throughout basically Rome. You did something wrong to the Romans. They wrapped you in an oily cloth, stuck you up on a you know, cross and put a match to you. And you became a human torch burning and lighting the ways to Rome. So it was bad. And so the old world order – did not have Jesus. Human beings without Christ basically have a common denominator of depravity. And it goes back to the sickest, most weird person you can find to put in control because they're the ones who are willing to kill everybody with no remorse. And pretty much all of these people that do that consider themselves to be a different bloodline, a different DNA, and they consider themselves to be the benign Elohim. I told you about that, or Nephilim, and that's what they consider themselves to be. So they're the ones that are running the planet. They have an atavistic hatred to Jesus because Jesus basically came and changed that old world order to this new life that we've had on this planet for the past 2,000 years. Well, they hate that. They don't want that. So they've got to make you a slave again, and they've got to put trackers back on you again. Hence, that's the only reason that they, the powers that be, the deep state, the people who took down Building 7 – you know, it shows basically that's why they're doing what they do because if, if it's, it's enslavement. It's to take you back to where they want you to be, where they can sacrifice you on the altar to Baal or your children, and you can't do anything about it. And one of the big problems that they've got with the United States, basically, you know, hundreds of millions of guns. Because, you know, when you have a person who you want to take out to the altar block and they're standing there and they're wearing their body armor – and they've got a magazine or 20-round mag in their doggone gun, okay? 
And they say, how about I don't want to go? How about I don't want you to lay me on an altar stone and cut my heart out today? How about I will draw my line in the sand right here, right now? How about if you want to do this shit crap to me, how about I die on my, with my boots on right now, not screaming on an altar stone? You go, whoa, Ted, that's really intense on a Friday. Yeah, pretty intense, isn't it? Because that's what they want. They want that old world order coming back. And they've done everything they can for, to destroy Christianity with Zionism, with the Schofield Bible. Yesterday, I told Jeff I was at Lowe's yesterday. I had to buy a compressor, an air compressor. So I was buying the air compressor, and I was at the register checking out, and there were two elderly people. I can't say elderly. I mean, in their 70s. I mean, I'm, I'm 65, so it's not like you know, I don't feel old. I feel really good all the time. And they're basically strapped up with masks. I mean, they have, a, they have these masks that come up all the way to their eyes, wrap around the side of their head. I'm surprised they hadn't died from a stroke from no air. And they're basically talking to the guy who's at the register, and he's about 70, and he's strapped up with a mask. So I walk up to the register, and of course I have no mask on. <laughs> I looked at them. I said, what are we having, a mask convention? What's up with the masks? And they looked at me, and they go, and I couldn't really see their expressions because their faces were covered, but I could see their eyes kind of gleaming. And they said, don't you know about the Delta variant? It's the Delta variant. It's all over Polk County. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. They're saying this at the register. And I looked at them. I said, you don't really believe that, do you? I said, you know, all they've done is lie to us for the past year. And I said, they're just a bunch of liars. I said, it's the whole thing's a, just, a, just a nightmare. This, this, there's, this, the masks don't help. The, the, the filtration particles are too small. They go through the mask. We don't care. I haven't had a cold since I started wearing the mask. And I'm thinking to myself, that's because you haven't been touching your eyes. You haven't been touching your nose. You haven't been picking your nose with your hands being dirty, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't say any of that to him. I didn't say that. I thought that. Well, then I said to myself, well, you must have had the vaccine by now. Silence. And they all three looked at me and they go, no, no. All three of them, like in unison, we will not take the vaccine. I thought, oh, there's hope for these people. There's hope. And I said, don't you remember what happened with the swine flu, swine flu vaccine, you know, with Jimmy Carter? Yes, it was awful. Because at that age, we all remember that happened back in the mid-70s. And all these people with Gilliam Barr and getting paralyzed and dying. And they said, no, we won't take an experimental jab. Then the lady looks at me, as soon as the government approves it, I'm taking the first injection. And I look at myself, oh, my gosh. What the heck has happened to the people in the United States? Where have their reasoning skills gone? And once you understand that the same group of people that took down Building 7, the Kabbalists, also control the Council on Foreign Relations, which they established after the fall of the you know, League of Nations, after the end of World War One, and you understand that they can also establish the United Nations, and they control it, and they control pretty much all of the money of all of these countries around the world, through the issuance of debt, once you get that, and they also control the media and print and publishing and radio and, 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 then you understand why they brainwashed the American population like this. So I told Jeff, I basically said, you know, without Christ, there is no hope. It's the only thing that will change this. And we have to wake up the Protestant pastors and the Catholic priests and have them start telling the truth about what's going on. And then he proceeded to talk about how corrupt the Catholic Church is, not including all Catholics, but the Catholic Church. He's absolutely right. The Masonic Lodges infiltrated the Catholic Churches back in the 40s and the 50s when they started running Operation Gladio and started slinging dope through the Vatican Bank. Oh, yeah, that's all, that all happened, too. 
before that, it was basically a penalty of being excommunicated from the Catholic Church if you belong to a secret society like the Masonic Lodges. And now we have the entire hierarchy of the Catholic Church contaminated with Masonic Lodge infiltration and membership. That all started 70, 80 years ago. And, of course, I've mentioned it many times about how lucky Luciano, the Jewish mafia gangster, was put in charge of the port of New York to prevent any more, quote unquote, sabotage during World War II. And the CIA and the OSS, which became the CIA, went into bed with organized crime. And of course, they were using the organized crime networks to sling their dope out of Southeast Asia to pay, to pay for black budget operations called Operation Gladio in Europe and Operation Condor in South America. So we've held, we discussed all of that on this show many times. I kind of just wanted to give you a recap. So when Austin discusses what's happening right now and how these folks out there don't realize that they're being injected with slave trackers that are putting out radio frequencies – I did a show with Doug Haggard almost 10 years ago, way back when, way before I even started this show. And I've done the same content on this show, and I talk about piezoelectric crystals. I can do it again next week if you guys would like. Just let me know. Just send me an email. And we talk about how these things tie into your central nervous system and the body's own electrical eddies because we are a biochemical electrical creation, activate the piezoelectric crystals, and they turn on. That wasn't strong enough for them, I guess, so they're going to hook us up to 5G next. And now we have graphene oxide to make us more conductive, being injected into our bodies with nanoparticles that transmit wireless information about your DNA and where you are so you can be tracked properly as a good slave. So I don't know what to say about the people in America. There's a reason I call the shot the kill shot. I, there really is because they can hit you with a certain frequency – and now it will be electronically transmitted into your cellular system that can make you suicidally depressed, absolutely happy, unbelievably negative. Uh, it can make you so sick you're going to be puking your guts out. It can change your cell walls and your cell structure to make them start producing toxins, kind of like spike proteins, right? And they can actually kill you with it. They can give you cancer or a whole plethora of other types of diseases. And so this is what they did, and it was all tested in Iraq. Back 20 years ago when we invaded Saddam Hussein and we basically came in and we hit him with specific frequencies that made them suicidally depressed. And they ran. They ran to drones. To basically, there weren't even soldiers or troops. And these were unarmed drones. And they threw their hands up and said, we, we surrender, we surrender, we surrender. Because they were suicidally depressed and wanted to commit suicide. They didn't know what to do. They were so depressed despondent because of what was going on with the brain and because of what was happening with the frequencies. And we've talked about this in depth. So now we've been tracked and we've been chipped. Why do you think they're absolutely HE double sticks bent on getting everybody injected with this kill shot? Because they've got to have better inventory control, which we are the inventory. And, you know, this explains a lot of the Orwellian rush into medical tyranny. You know, the mainstream media, Biden, Congress, the Rothschild banking cartels, the medical systems are all controlled by the same cabalists, and they have basically destroyed the trust of the American population who are awake on the medical societies, including most of the local doctors who are trained in these Rockefeller Rothschild medical schools. You know, I mean, my hat's off to these people and medical doctors and medical professional nurses who are awake and who go, wait a minute, something ain't right. You know, we have Natalie. You know, she likes to write down if a person comes into the emergency room if they've received the COVID shot recently because they're not asked that question. Or our 
medical doctor friend from the Midwest who basically now is using, you know, a, I guess it's going to be a Gauss meter of some type to determine if you're putting out electronic frequency. <laughs> I mean, guys, think about it for a second. What the heck are we in? I feel like I'm in an Orwellian, you know, nightmare. You know, I'm not saying the South. Let's, let's stop for a second. Let's talk about South Africa right now. One of the richest countries in the world. Diamond mines. I mean, just an unbelievable wealth. But it's controlled by the Rockefeller Rothschild Industrial Complex. All the diamonds are the Beers Corporation. Look it up. And they were a very, very civilized country, probably the best country in Africa when they were under apartheid. Now, I'm not promoting apartheid. Don't put that. Don't put those words on me. Don't you say that to me. I'm just telling you what they were. They were one of the most stable countries in the world. Now, their policies and their politics with the racism that was there was awful. I'm not going to even deny that. I'm not promoting apartheid. But what I'm saying is they were stable. They, very good country to live in. They had some of the most beautiful areas in the country to live in, especially down in Cape Town. And it was like an idyllic place, like a paradise in Africa. It was, except for the apartheid. And what they did, they brought Nelson Mandela out of prison, put him in charge, and the entire world decided to go after them from the Rothschild Rockefeller banking complex and destroy what they had created because they were stable, because they had such natural resources, and take it all over and basically overthrow the government down there and put a communist in charge. Now they're saying that it's so bad with the rioting down there that they're one step from cannibalism with eating each other because they're starving to death. Is that what they have in store for all of us? Because they have made such racial hatred happen in South Africa now that these people really loathe each other. Some of the top officials in South Africa are telling the people there that are black to go into the white neighborhood and kill the white people. They've been killing white farmers for years and years and years. I remember there was that one giant one, – one, they had one group of people that had a giant farm that had been in the family for hundreds of years. They were white, and they had, they, it was taken over by the state. And it was like thousands of acres of property they were farming, feeding huge amounts of people. And they gave it over to other farmers who were black, who had never had experience with any type of farming whatsoever. And first thing they did, they had massive irrigation pipes all over the land that could irrigate the fields. They sold all that pipe for scrap. And then they planted a garden behind their house, and they fed themselves. And the, everything else was lay there and do nothing. Now, I'm not picking on those people because they were black and they didn't know how to farm. Shoot. I'm white and I don't know how to farm. And there are a whole bunch of Hispanics that are Hispanic and they don't know how to farm. I'm just saying you got to put the right people in the right positions. I'll never forget what Patton said. He was criticized because he was kind of running Germany after the war. And he had put a bunch of the Germans, a bunch of they were they had been ex-Nazis or maybe they were still Nazis, I don't know, into positions of a power and authority in running the railroads and the municipalities and the power companies and all the different things. And they said to him, they said, why are you doing this? You put Nazis back in charge. And he goes, they know how to run the trains. They know how to repair the power stations. They know how to put the power back together again. You know, we bombed Europe and Germany into rubble and they're putting it back together again. And they have the skill sets to do that. You give me somebody else who can do the same work that they're doing and I'll put somebody else in charge. That's kind of where we find ourselves, isn't it? You know, we have to put somebody else in charge in the United States, but our government at the highest levels is systemically corrupt because of the influence of the banking cartels and the lobbying groups and the dual citizens that seem to dictate where we're going to go and APAC and ADL and 
all of the groups, the Council on Foreign Relations, which pretty much decide where we're going to do and what we're going to say and how the country and the government's going to run because we the people, as we saw last fall, it doesn't matter who we vote for at the highest level, they're going to put in whoever they want. And if they want to put in the senile one, they will. They're going to just put the senile one in. And it doesn't matter how much voter fraud we see, it's not going to be any better. You know, Donald Trump, he had, came out with a tweet the other day, said, who shot Ashley Babbitt? <laughs> I started laughing. And don't get me wrong. I'm sorry Ashley Babbitt got shot. And my deepest condolences to the family. It was horrible what happened. But they're hiding this person behind the shield now of who shot her for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And I laughed because Donald Trump said, who shot Ashley Babbitt? And he's like pretending like he's the victim now. He's taking victim status. Well, I've got a newsflash for you, Mr. Trump. You were president of the United States when Ashley Babbitt got shot, just, to, just in case you don't remember. And all you had to do is send your Justice Department in, find out who did this, and basically release the information. You were the president of the United States of America, but you decided to crawl into a hole and not let Mike Lindell and, and Powell come in and have you protest the election. And now you've been placed back out in front of us as Mr. Q. And now all of a sudden it's you're coming back into power next month, which is a complete and total lie. And you want everybody to believe that you're the Donald and that you're going to fix it all again. When you sat right there for four years, didn't do anything. And the first two years you had Republican control of the House and the Senate and you decided not to do anything and didn't even get Obamacare reversed. Are you kidding me? And now you're going to go fix everything? No, I don't think so. Systemic corruption through the entire political process. Yesterday while I was at Lowe's, I told the people who were talking about the masks, they were telling me about this and that and this. And I looked at them and I said, look, I'm a political agnostic. <laughs> I just don't believe anything they say anymore about either party because all they are is spouting and parroting what? The Rothschild, quote, slash, slash Zionists, people who run the United States of America are telling them. Biden got on his knees and groveled, groveled for another president. Find out who you can't criticize. Find out who you get on your knees to, and you'll find out who rules you. That's for me in my home, my house. We will serve the Lord. I bow to no man. I am basically a Christian, and I serve the great I am, and I serve Jesus. And for a president of the United States to do this is an absolute an abomination and an embarrassment to our country. Austin, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? That's well said. You're absolutely right about it. And a lot of this, remember, everybody, a lot of what we're seeing here now with the bumbling buffoon and this type of behavior, it's all about bringing the entire American national heritage, national unity, national pride about bringing it to its knees and essentially dissolving it. That's what it's about. Because the United States is still currently the greatest country, especially when it comes to freedoms, to firearms, to absolute – pretty much you could do anything you want for the most part you know, within reason. And you see countries like Cuba right now. I mean I've, I've got friends. Their families are from Cuba. And I mean they're, everybody's frustrated right now with what's going on there. This isn't new though. This is, I mean this, this has been going on for a long time in Cuba. People have just had enough of it. But there's been numerous – articles and memes now that have gone into detail discussing the reason why 
Cuba should have never allowed their guns to be taken. Exact same thing every time. They did it to Australia. They now did it to New Zealand. They've done it to Europe for the most part. They've done it to Cuba. They've done it pretty much everywhere. That's why I continue to tell everybody the firearms are the last stance. And a lot of people go, well, Austin, you're not encouraging violence. Absolutely not. Firearms are primarily used as a defensive purpose in the civilian realm, and that's exactly why they're here. When you start having people come in and say, listen, we can have guns. We can have machine guns. We can do whatever we want, but you're not allowed to have guns. That point in time, you are at the whim of whatever they want, and you see this in every country. I mean like I said, Australia. Australia's a beautiful country. I visited there when I was younger. Incredible place. Love the people there. Got friends down there. Got listeners. Got customers down there. And everybody's told me straight up. They said, dude, Australia's like it's it's gone as far as freedoms. It doesn't exist anymore. They just they just come up with what they want. Oh, another another lockdown this week, by the way. This is a flash lockdown. Uh, tonight at six PM, everything's being locked down for another week. Everybody goes, Oh gosh, that's horrible. What are you gonna do though? Can't can't defy anything. You walk outside, they just arrest you. This is what happens when you can't defend yourself. And it's interesting. I told a buddy of mine yesterday. I said, it's crazy to see what we've allowed happen here in the United States with the firearms and the NFA Act and basically the 1986 Firearm Protection Act that you guys know ban you know, future you know, uh, sales of machine guns after 1986 if they were made after 1986. And I told my buddy last night, I said, you know, before 1986, I could go to the store and fill out a form, pay a $200 tax stamp, took about two to three weeks to get back, and I could go take delivery of my belt-fed M60 1985. Took a couple weeks, background check, done. You know, automatic weapons, automatic belt-fed machine guns. Just go buy them. Get a background check. And it's ironic. It's ironic. We didn't have some epidemic of violence and mass shootings every single week. And you could literally go buy belt-fed automatic 7.62 M60 machine guns. And I told him yesterday, I said, what do you think would be happening right now? And do you think they would be pushing this agenda as aggressively? If that 1986 bill never passed and we still had access and we had tens of millions of automatic belt fed machine guns in the civilian populace. And he goes, I never really thought about that. I said, that was an instrumental bill. I said, it's not funny when the whole neighborhood goes, you know what? We got five fire teams over here now. We're all civilians, but you guys want to play. Let's play. And this is why they're slowly pushing the assault weapon push now. Oh, it's, it's, it's got a stock on it. Oh, it's got a detachable magazine. Of course. They want you to have bolt action over and under 12 gauge. Oh, it's cool. It's cool, peasant. You can have an over and under. You can have an over and under. You, you can have a bolt action. This is why they're doing it. So understand, this is going to get more aggressive. I fully believe by this fall, we're going to see an insane incident that's going to try to paint a negative light on the Patriots and the gun owner community. I truly do. It's coming. I'm telling you that right now. You can feel it. You can see it. It's in the horizon right now. And so that's why I've encouraged everybody. Get in shape. Train. Exercise. Get on your supplements. Keep your immune system strong. The propaganda and the lies don't stop. I had a phone call yesterday 
good friend of mine out in Midwest. He's a watch dealer, sells watches. And he wanted to order some more product. And he first called me up to him. He goes, Austin, I got to ask you. He goes, I, you know, I haven't listened to the show in a while. I've been super busy. He goes, what's the deal with this shot? Should I get it? Should I not get it? I said, well, that's an interesting question. It's actually a very good question. And I went into detail on the stuff that's going on. He goes, well, here's my problem. He goes, I went into my annual, you know, kind of checkup, go get bloods drawn. He goes, I do it once a year. I'm super healthy. I'm on no medication. I take your supplements. He's in great shape. And he goes, my medical doctor told me that I definitely need to get the shot. And I said, why, dude? I said, this, this thing's not really been tested. You know what the medical doctor told him? I kid you not. He said, oh, no, 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 no. This is literally just like a flu shot that they changed up a little bit. It's perfectly safe. This has been around. This is an old vaccine. This isn't anything new. They've got had this out for a while. They just tweaked it a little bit for COVID. He told him that. And he goes, is that true, Austin? I said, absolutely not. I said, he is completely and totally full of bull dung. I said, this is RNA gene therapy. The FDA even admitted it. This is not an old technology that they turned a flu vaccine and changed it a little bit. This is brand new experimental technology that they're using the entire world as a Petri dish to see what's going to happen. I don't even think they fully understand what's going to happen, to be honest with you. It's like, all right, we'll see what happens. Inject everybody full of graphene oxide. If they die, they die. Whoops. We'll see. This is insane. And I, so I talked to him in detail about it. I said, dude, I said, don't get this. I said, you, you're super healthy. I said, you probably already had COVID. He's like, well, I think I had it a little ways back. I said, what are you worried about this for? I said, take your vitamin C, your vitamin D, your zinc. And I said, the vitamin D is incredibly important for the macrophage, especially if you start having any inflammation in the body from a you know, viral response. And I said, it is crucial you keep your immune system strong. Same thing, I had another customer, great friends of ours, come in yesterday. And she was talking about basically, you know, detoxing and doing a cleanse. And I said, what you put in your body when it comes to food plays a huge role in what you can do. I said, if you continue to pump your body full of basically Taco Bell and McDonald's, so to speak, you're not going to get good performance out of it. And you can't expect anything out of it. That's why I've told numerous people, I said, listen, if, if you want to start something basic and you're trying to clean out, do the GHI cleanse, you know, do a GHI cleanse fast, essentially, for a couple days and use that product, you know, two scoops, three, four, five times a day, depending on how many calories you need. It is absolutely crucial you keep your body at peak operating condition right now, because once this stuff starts to take hold, it's going to be a very fast series of dominoes. I mean, my goodness, guys, look what we've seen in just a year and a couple months. I mean, you, you had told me at the end of 2019 what was going to start happening that we're seeing right now. I've been like, ah, I don't know about that. I don't think everybody's that gullible. <laughs> My goodness, they are. And like Dad said earlier, so guys with the mask on. It's the Delta variant. That's <laughs> not a Delta variant. It's more than likely what this is. This is spike protein shedding from everybody getting injected, mutating. You got to do your own research. And the one thing about it, and I learned this a long time ago, and I've tried to tell people this, and a lot of people don't, they can't do it, is stop watching TV. And I don't mean you can't watch a movie or something like that, but I mean stop watching the mainstream media. The mainstream media is nothing more than an unbelievably effective and efficient psychological operation. It is done to the T. They have it dialed in 
perfectly. They know exactly, exactly how to directly target you with the words, with the cadence, with the colors, with the letters, with the you know print they put scrolling across the bottom. This is why – anybody ever wonder for the last year why they had a COVID death counter on every single mainstream news outlet in the corner? Every day it's a death counter. They were watching like Price is Right or something. Numbers keep going. You're like, what? Is this really necessary? Well, of course it is. If you're trying to keep everybody in a state of constant fear, absolutely it's necessary because a, feel, a fearful population is an easily controlled population. They understand the concept of psychological operations, and it is key that you don't allow those things to go into you and change your outlook and your, your basically perception on things because it can happen quick. I, I remember before I told you guys a story years ago. I'd go to the public gym back when I actually used to train hard, <laughs> and I was doing cardio one day, and of course, all the TVs, you know, they're pretty much like all news, and I'm sitting there watching the news while I'm doing cardio because there's nothing else to watch because the TV's right in front of you, and CNN was on, of course, and there wasn't even any volume. You couldn't really hear it. You had to plug in, you know, your headphones and go to the tune, and I didn't. I was like, I don't want to listen to it, and I remember I'm watching it, and I was reading all the stuff's going across the bottom. And it was some big incident that was going on. And I'm sitting there watching it. And after about 10 minutes, I realized I was mesmerized by it. I was actually drawn into it. I was wanting to know what they were saying on the captions and the subtitles and what they were going to say next. That's me. Also, I'm like, golly, this is weird. I'm, I'm done with cardio for the day. <laughs> Go eat. And I, that's when I first realized it really clicked in my head how effective Mind control is. And guys, it's happening right now. This is why we have this Covidian cult. I mean, look at California. They just mandated mask again in Los Angeles. They just, it doesn't matter if you're shot up or not with the graphene oxide injection. It doesn't matter. Masks are mandated inside all public indoor areas now. Period. Back on it again. You know, if I, if I lived in California, if I, if I was some liberal in California that got an injection, and I was like, oh, yay, I'm, I'm free. Yay, I can run around. I don't have to wear a mask anymore. I got my graphene oxide shot. And all of a sudden, they came out now, and they said, oh, by the way, the Delta variant's here. you got to put a mask back on, peasant, even if you had the shot. I'd be like, this is a horrible business deal. This is the worst ROI I've ever had. I've had an injection, and now I still have to go back to being restricted and wearing a mask. I'd be irate. I'd be honest with you. And but well, the people are complying. Back on. Mask go back on again now. And I, remember I told you guys last year, I said, if everybody keeps complying with this and nobody says no, they're not going to stop. I said, they've gotten so much power in such a short period of time. I don't care who you are. You would be power drunk. This is why a lot of these governors have gone completely and totally off the wall. Nuts, complete and totally nuts because they now see that the new world order is allowing them to come in and be, you know, they're, they're basically go-to person. And this is why it's crucial. We continue to get the truth out there. We continue to stand on our convictions that we believe, my friends. I mean that sincerely. Where you stand, once you figure out where you stand, because some people, they have to do a lot of self-reflection. They don't really know where they're even at right now. They've kind of lost their way last year, and I get it. Some people got, you know, got a little tore up. But once you figure it out and you understand your biblical stance, your moral stance, your health stance, your freedom stance. Once you find those, it is crucial. You drive that stake into the ground. This is my line. 
If you cross it, we will have a direct engagement. It is crucial, my friends, you find where that line is right now and you don't move off of it because too many people I saw continue to pull that stake out and move it back. Oh, well, you know, I'm just, I don't want to have any issues. I'm just doing it to get along. I don't have any problems. I don't want confrontation. Back, 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 back. Now, so instead of the analogy I told everybody last summer, the mask is an enemy a thousand meters out. You have an incredibly effective long range, 338 Lapua, 50 cal, whatever you want. You got a good good chance. There's no more thousand yard engagement anymore. This is trench warfare. They're coming to your door and knocking on your door and asking you if you want to be injected with graphene oxide. Not obviously not saying that word to telling you it's the COVID vaccine, which couldn't be further from the truth. So again, I encourage everybody. It's that time. Now you figure out with some self-reflection where you are and what you stand on and you hold to it. Doesn't matter if it gets ugly. You have to find that place and you have to stick to it, Dad. What do you think? You know, Austin, the whole thing is when you realize that the country has been terribly compromised and we've lost our Christian principles and we're under control of a basically a sex death Kabbalist cult that wants to go back to the old ways of the ancient Canaanite religions and sacrificial altars of human beings, as we saw with Jeffrey Epstein with his temple and the altar stone inside of the temple and the thousands of girls that no one knows what happened to him, that he was basically trafficking and raping. The girls are gone. Nobody knows. There's a few dozen have come forward. You know, there's thousands of them out there. And notice that we don't get the videotapes of what happened. We don't get to see Bill Clinton on Pedo Island. Uh, We don't get to see any of that stuff. They hide it. And they're saying, well, they're going to be held accountable. Uh, no, they're not. No, they're not. It, the, the, what they'll do is if, if they do get enough bad information released through the alt media, they'll spin it. You know, they're going to spin it and say, so-and-so is being slammed by the alt press that's putting out fake news and conspiracy theory. And they'll spin it. Don't you remember what we saw with Hunter Biden before the election? Yeah, he's still walking around. And let's not forget the weirdo Satanists, people who love to do all kinds of weird stuff. Clintons who don't have anything happen to them. It's just, it's, just a, it's just a big spin. Yesterday, one of the top generals, when Donald Trump's election was turned upside down, came out and he's writing a book now. He's going to make millions of dollars on the book, talking about Donald Trump wanted to stage a coup d'etat, like 1933 Germany with the burning of the Reichstag. It's none of that's true. Trump didn't want to do that. Trump didn't have the not let's let me not, let me not use a bad word. <clears throat> Trump did not have the intestinal fortitude to do that. He's just a he's just a showman. He reminds me of Barnum and Bailey and a carnival barker. He gets up there and starts saying things and doing things because that's what he's told to do. And he does, does that does that pretty well. He reminds me of the 13 year old bully in the schoolyard who's taller than everybody else. Who wants to pick on little children. That's what he did with the debates, isn't it? Picked on everybody, said things to them like he was 12 years old. And of course, we know also that Donald Trump had a troubled youth and had to be put into basically military school and was probably a pretty heavy pot smoker and probably stunted his own emotional development, brain development. And that's why he still acts like he's 12, 13 years old when he gets into a debate, can't have a reasonable discussion with anybody, wants to sit there and insult people and call them names. I, I don't like that. I don't like the name calling stuff. I don't like, I, I loathe bullies. I tell you some stories of bullies that I took care of when I was a kid, but I'm not going to do that because it's not really something as a Christian that I want to discuss in my life prior to Christ and my commitment to Christ. But the reality is, is this, 
we've got to stand our ground against bullies. We can't allow them to do things they shouldn't ought to do. I remember one time, Austin, a few years ago, it was probably six, seven years ago, we were downtown Auburndale driving around. We had been doing the show and it's just been started the show. And we all of a sudden drove up to the park and there was a kid beating another kid on the ground. He's a bully, much bigger than the little kid was on the ground. Just, I mean, just pummeling him in the dirt, just beating him, beating him in the face. And also was all beefed up, probably weighed about 220, 230, and been hitting the weights and first-degree black belt. And Austin jumped out, and this kid was probably 16, 17 years old, who was beating up the other kid. And Austin said, stop it! And the little kid, who was little compared to Austin, who was much bigger than the kid he was beating up, looked up and thought, yeah, I don't really need to do this right now. And jumped up and ran away. See, this is the thing that we have to do as Christians. We've got to stand our ground, like Austin said in that first segment. We've got to take a choice of what we're going to do, and we've got to draw a line in the sand, and we've got to say, you know what? That's enough. You know, heck with this. Done with this. I'm done with it all. I'm not going any further. That's why a lot of people now are going back to wearing masks, not to protect themselves from the coronavirus, but to protect themselves from these spike proteins. And I've talked about that before. And I'm saying to you, if I had to go into an area that I knew that everybody had been vaccinated freshly and they were shedding spike proteins everywhere, I would probably wear one of those silver line masks that, you know, my daughter-in-law sells, Lana sells. And I would say, I'm going to wear this to protect myself from their injection that they took. But would I do that on a regular basis here in Polk County, where I know a lot of people haven't been injected? The answer is no. I'd rather take the N-acetylcysteine, the NAC, and the HGH stimulate and vitamin E and all the other things that helped prevent endothelial damage in the blood vessel linings. And by the way, the article that we posted on Health Masters a few months ago when we talked about the NAC and the, <laughs> and the HGH stimulate and the nitric oxide, the article that was in that main medical journal has been altered. They pulled out their conclusions with N-acetylcysteine and nitric oxide. It's no longer in the original paper that I could find. You think, well, why would they do that? Why would they do that? Because the powers that be told them to do that. Don't you remember when the FDA decided to slam an acetylcysteine and said they're going to pull it off the market? I guarantee you they went to these major journals that had talked about its effectiveness against the spike proteins, and they said you need to remove that information. And they didn't have much of a choice, did they? It's either that or have themselves shut down by the government for putting out false and damaging information as a medical journal and losing their credentials, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just making a speculation. That's why I'm not mentioning any names of any articles, and I'm not mentioning any journals. But the reality is this. Why in the world do they have that much control, the government? I mean why have they the why do they why do they have the ability? Well, because the funding that's being used to fund a lot of these organizations and a research facility is coming through the federal government. And guess who's funding that? That would be the international banking cartels through their lobbying efforts and all the different things that they're doing. The United States has been basically taken over. You know, we're no longer a free country. We're being run by the group of Kabbalists that took down Building 7. That's just the bottom line. You can't really say much about that because that's just a, that's about a one-sentence structure of the truth of what's happening right now in the United States of America. We, the people of the United States, are considered chattel now. Cattle, goyim, basically to be bought and sold at a price, to be used and to harvested. You say, well, you telling me that they're going to use us and start eating humans? Are you saying that? I'm, I'm saying that these people are sick. Uh, yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that they're going to be selling us for, in the meat market and basically destroying and killing us to basically use us for food. 
But if you watch that movie that Charlton Heston did, Soiling Green, back in the 70s, they took all the people who were basically old and infirmed, and they put them and they basically euthanized them while they were watching pretty pictures, and they turned them into food to feed the masses. Did that really happen in that movie? Yeah, it did. You can watch it. Soiling Green. It's a weird movie, and Charlton Heston did it. And I knew Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston, he was an interesting guy. He was really nice, but he had a real problem with alcohol. Just to let you know that. You probably don't know that, but I know him personally, and I know that he would come to the seminar sometimes and been drinking heavily because he apparently got really nervous in front of large groups of people when he had to speak. Or maybe he was self-medicating. Maybe it had nothing to do. Now, my, this is speculation on my part because I like the guy. Maybe he was self-medicating because he had been a Hollywood insider. He'd seen things he shouldn't see. Maybe he'd been involved in things he shouldn't have done. Maybe he was self-medicating because of things that he had been involved in. This is all speculation. Or maybe he just was nervous in front of a group of people. I don't know. But you see that a lot with the Hollywood people after they get older and they start seeing, seeing things and thinking through what they're involved in. And then so many of these Hollywood people, they get involved with things like heroin, supposedly, and they find them dead hanging in a closet in Thailand. Yeah, that was talk about David Carradine with that and Kung Fu and what happened to you, grasshopper. And so all these crazy things happen to these people when they see enough bad stuff, I guess. I don't know. All I know is they sure turn into a bunch of weirdos. That I know for sure. And so what we have to do is we have to ask ourselves a question. What are they missing in their lives? What they're missing in their lives is a deep relationship with Jesus Christ. And some of these guys, when they decide to start talking, they start running their mouth and start discussing what they've seen behind the scenes. They suddenly you know, kind of disappear, and they're no longer given parts, and they're no longer basically held up to the level of esteem they had been at one other time, and they're no longer basically even promoted in the media because they don't want them having the ability to go out and influence people because they know so many people. So that's the thing. But, you know, here's the thing. Look what they're doing to the United States right now. Look what they're doing to racial relations. This started under Obama. Here's a quote. Let them die. Local NAACP, National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, leader, espouses violent rhetoric and says, let them die against the opponents of critical race theory. Michelle Leet, leader of the NAACP Fairfax chapter, has some choice words for those who dare to oppose critical race theory. Let them die, she proclaimed to applause from a crowd who joined her outside of Jackson Middle School, located in Fairfax County Public School System, the 11th largest in the county and the largest in Virginia. The protest came before a school board meeting that night. Let them die. Such an incendiary line came after Leet ran off a whole slew of names to refer to those in opposition to the critical race theory, including anti-education, anti-teacher, anti-equity, anti-history, anti-racial, anti-racial reckoning. I'm going to repeat that one. Anti-racial reckoning. Who makes this crap up? Who says stuff like this? Anti-opportunity, anti-help people, anti-diversity. What about what we've done in the school systems for the past 50 years with affirmative action? Are you, are you nuts? Are you not looking around you? Are you not looking to the fact that the president of the United States, Barack Obama, was black? What the heck's wrong with you? Anti-platform, anti-science, anti-change agent, anti-social justice, anti-healthcare, mentioned twice, by the way, anti-worker, mentioned twice, anti-LGBTQ+, yeah, how about that, anti-children, anti-environment, anti-ambitious policy change, anti-inclusion, and anti-live-and-let-people-live. What a stinking weirdo. 
gosh, I, I should have covered this story beginning of the show. I could have gone off on a rant on this one, but I'm not. I'm going to post it, let you guys read it. And you can rant to me via your texts and emails. By the way, I will be on Hagman tonight. Last night I was on Jeff France. Got my days mixed up a little bit. I apologize for that because we are not running on notes here. We're running off the, I guess it's a good Lord, I guess, and his ability to infuse us with his Holy Spirit and lead us as far as what we say, which in some cases I do make mistakes because I miss a few things. But I will be on with Hagman tonight. I love you guys. I have the opportunity the privilege to pray with you again. A lot of you guys from around the world are saying that you can't get supplements and vitamins into your countries. You're asking me this and want to know how you can support the show. There's a donation button on the website. So if you want to give us $5 or $10 a month or whatever you want to do or $100 a month to support the show and the broadcast, we would really be grateful for that because you guys mean the world to us. And we will continue to be able to bring this broadcast to you commercial-free every day. I love you guys. I really do. I had the opportunity, like I mentioned just a second ago, to pray for you this morning. And I really want God's best for your life. Thank you for your support. Austin, finish it up and have a great weekend, guys. Absolutely well said. And you know, we do a lot of international shipment. We try to do the best we can with taking care of our international customers. And so we do everything we can to get around, you know, certain things that may be, you know, a difficulty. So if you have a question or you need to get something into your country, you know, everything we sell is perfectly legal here in the United States, extremely high end. And so if you need anything, give us a call. You can ask for Ruben as well. He's the shipping manager. And so he'll be more than happy to help you out and get products to you the best we can. Obviously, there's certain times where stuff just doesn't show up or it gets blocked or we get it back and from other countries. And sometimes there's just nothing we can do about it when you deal with customs. But we have a very, very good um, ability to do a lot of this stuff internationally. So thank you again for the support. And the way you're seeing all this stuff come together and a lot of people are asking me, you know, because two years ago I did a huge expose on 6G and the Internet of Things. And I told her, I said, listen, 5G is the beginning phase. 6G is where it really rolls out. And this is where I think a lot of what we're seeing now is going to tie into. Because remember, 6G is essentially designed for virtual and augmented reality, instant communication, pervasive intelligence, and the Internet of Things. That's what 6G is going to have to be for. And I mean, you can look it up right on Wikipedia if you want. I mean, it's, it's a very well established and open out there now and so the internet of things is going to bring in everything around you essentially to monitor spy relay information track that's why the, the thermostats the refrigerators a lot of the new stuff they have everything's wi-fi connectable so you can go in everything connects it's the internet of things that's how they want the autonomous vehicles to be able to connect and drive, and that's where all of this is going. That's why there's such a push to get rid of motor vehicles that basically run on fuel. Porsche even came out and said, listen, we don't like the idea of all EV vehicles. So they came out with a completely synthetic fuel that has zero emissions, can still run exactly just like in normal internal combustion engines. Didn't hear about that in the media, did you? No, because it doesn't go along with the narrative of bringing in this Internet of Things, this electronic vehicle, this entire concept of not having any privacy. That's where this is going. That's why we have to push it as hard as we can. And at least, at the very least, 
let them know we're not going to buy it, nor are we going to consent to it. That's the biggest thing I've told a lot of people is stop buying stuff that diametrically opposed to your values. If a business or company or product is something that you don't agree with or the company is something you don't agree with, why do you keep giving them money? I've never understood that concept. Oh, people talk big. Oh, I'm, I'm, I can't stand this company, this and that. Well, I'm, let me get to Starbucks real quick. I got to get my you know, triple mocha frappe. I need, I need my Starbucks, my $8 coffee. Guys, vote with your dollars. promise you it makes a huge difference. Thank you for the support. You guys have a fantastic weekend. Be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com. Product of the week on sale right now, Cortisol Buster. Be sure to check it out on the front page, healthmasters.com. Enjoy the Hagman Report tonight. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. We'll talk to you on this show Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.